Hello and welcome to SEO SAS. You're joined with myself, Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at LightMind Media, and I am with Hannah Bryce, SEO manager at Soak.com. We'd like you to think of us as the GI Janes of the SEO world as each week we debate good SEO topics to basically get you answers. This show is brought to you by Like My Media, also known as Sarah's Second Home. At Like My Media, we help our clients to find their audience and start having conversations with them, whether that's on social media, video, content, or even podcasts, just like this one. We're actually using their podcasting equipment right now. Ah, how lovely of them to let us use their equipment. They are super lovely people. <laughs> we like to think so. Even you. Aww. So Hannah, I'd first like to apologise because last week I introduced you as Hannah Wellings and you're not. You're Hannah Bryce. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're still not got used to no, your name not then. at all. It's quite funny because at work, I sent an email to a colleague and they were just like, who is Hannah Bryce? And they just sort of replied all polite and sort of, and I was like, what are you on about? <laughs> what, what's going on? Yeah. How, like, how's gosh. the signature going? Uh, I've only ever had to do it once, so that was fine. I don't remember it, but I'm sure. <laughs> I'm you just sure did it was a good. squiggle in yeah. there. But yeah, so as we recorded this podcast, what is going on in the weather? It is snowing. snowing. And I mean, a couple of days ago, it was really warm, really hot. Good old global warming. I know, and people say it's not a thing. Look out your window, mate. Look out your window. <laughs> I'd just like to say that we're recording the podcast at my house this time, and we've got our little mascot, Millie, and she's being very well behaved. She's just sat doing her nails like a girl that she is. Millie's a dog, by the way. Oh, yes, I <laughs> should have said that. <laughs> we're not, we're just not making some little girls in the corner and paint their nails. That's just weird, so uh, shall we move on? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Well, well, today we would like to talk about domain authority, and this is based off an article that we saw online by Search Engine Roundtable, which was about how Moz Domain Authority, is it helpful or hurtful to SEOs? Mm. So what we're going to do is go over what domain authority is, and then we're going to talk about some of the ideas of why we think it's helpful and then the ideas of why we also think it's hurtful and then we'll go into sort of what the poll said and yeah some other interesting things it should be a good one hopefully yeah so to start us off domain authority is basically used to measure how well a website ranks and it's the metric is between one and 100 one being not very good and 100 being good yes and just gonna say so this is from moz moz's website so what they say domain authority is is that it's a search and Angin? Who's Angin? <laughs> it's a search engine ranking score that predicts how well a website will rank on search engine results pages, also known as SERPs. A domain authority score ranges from 1 to 100, like Hannah's just said, and high scores corresponding to a greater ability to rank. So it's not saying that just because you've got a high score, you will rank. It's just the ability, the opportunity. Or vice versa. Or vi- oh, yes, yes. Domain authority is calculated by evaluating multiple factors, including linking root domains and number of total links into a single DA score, domain authority score. A score can then be used when comparing websites or tracking the ranking strength of a website over time. Domain authority, like Hannah says, is not a metric used by Google in determining search rankings and has no effect on SERPs, search engine result pages. <laughs> okay, so talking about why we think it's helpful. Yes. What do you think? Oh, nice little link there. So the first point I'm going to say is it's a good indication that what you're doing with your SEO efforts, if your domain authority is increasing, then it's a good indication that you're doing things that are good. Yeah. So particularly 
if you started off with a pretty low domain authority and a couple of years on, you've still got a pretty low domain authority. Yeah. Is what you're doing good? Take a good look at yourself. Like, do you, oh my God. <laughs> deep. That is very deep. In that sense, it is good. Cool. Another way that we think it's good is when it's a really good way of comparing your site's competitors. So if you've got your site and a competitor site, you think, do you know what, We're, they're both really good sites. And it's hard to sort of say which one's better. If you've not got lots of different sophisticated ways of measuring sites and auditing them, then just a domain authority will tell you which one technically is likely to be doing better. It's also good, so when you're looking for other websites to do outreach and link building from to your website, if you look at their domain authority and it's not very good, is there much point? Yeah, yeah, good point. So, and also all that links me back, links. <laughs> so I'm, I'm learning well, Hannah. <laughs> so my first point about like domain authority, if it's going up, it's a good indication on like what you're doing is good with your SEO efforts. It's also a good place for measuring links. Yeah. So the number of links that you get in and stuff. Because if the if more people are linking to you, then you're doing good stuff. Yeah, chances are it's going up unless yeah. they're all negative. Yeah, yeah. It means that you're doing good content that people want to link to or people or other websites are deeming your website as a good source of information. I so thought you were going to say authoritative then. Oh, no. Damn it's it. too early to try big words <laughs> like that. Hannah. Another point is... You can also look at page authority. So as well as domain authority, you can measure actual pages on their own. So for example, your homepage is likely to have a higher page authority yeah. than your contactors page. But you could actually measure two pages off of each other. So you may, perhaps you've got two different ranges or two different services and you want to say, okay, which one actually looks better? Which one's most likely to rank? You can you can look at page authority and then take some learning from one yeah. to the other. And also, if they're just to grow on that point, Grow, is that the... Going for it. Yeah, yeah. going for it. Thing. It's early on a Sunday morning. Hannah made me get up early, so my brain, <laughs> my brain, come on. Dedication, though. <laughs> what was I going on? Yes, so also, if there's a quite important page on your website that you think is important, but it's got a low domain authority, then obviously it's Moz... Work. Yeah, because Moz is demon, it's not authoritative. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, need some work. Again, you said earlier, have a good look at yourself. <laughs> Vanity metric. So obviously you could, some people could argue that your domain authority is total vanity mm -hmm. um, because it's basically just how many links and stuff. And obviously there's much more to SEO than just how many links that you've got pointing to your site, right? Yep. However, vanity metrics can be good. So for example, if you wanted to link up with a supplier or if you wanted to link up with someone influential in the industry mm -hmm. to do an SEO piece together. Yeah and they weren't sure like one of the things you could say is we've got a pretty good domain authority yeah it does help swing it sometimes yeah do you yeah. know what I mean no, like, I completely agree. It, yeah it could work to your favor because yeah. then you could be like look get some of our juice yeah <laughs> a link from us is a good thing exactly and a good thing to compare it to is so if you think about social media if a company's Facebook page has a decent number of followers and likes yeah then you might trust it more. Obviously, yeah, yeah. like then you've got to look at other things. Like if there's a high number of followers but not much engagement and not much posts, then yeah. have they bought the followers sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like you've got to weigh things up. But all I'm saying is vanity metrics can work well in a sales pitch. No, I completely <laughs> agree. I do that on Instagram because there's so many people that I follow for the same reason. Normally it's because they go to really cool places and I kind of want to check those out. That's why you follow me. I'm always <laughs> going to cool places. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> But sometimes if I, if I if they follow me and I think, do I want to follow them back or not? I will look at who else follows them. And if um, a load of people in my sort of network follow them, I'm like, oh, okay, this must 
they must, they must have good content. We at Lightmind, we stumbled across a really cool tool. So basically you put in someone's profile on Instagram and it looks at engagement rate, um, how much they post and how many followers they've got. Yeah. And it gives you a score of oh, wow. what's the percentage of the likelihood that they've brought followers and stuff. Oh, it cool. was very insightful. We wasted a good afternoon just putting in people's really? yeah <laughs> i'll try and find it but it's quite yeah, it's quite interesting good. it's quite the sort of people who posted six posts and then have about three thousand followers you're like oh, what's yeah. going on anyway we digress i would just like to say one more point on okay, that okay go on with social and i know this is an seo podcast but i do dabble but <laughs> but like domain authority just because an account's got loads of likes isn't a good thing. You should, there's other things to look at. So engagement, like how many people are talking to you, look in Google Analytics and look at acquisition. So how many visitors is Facebook, Instagram, whatever, send into your website. I mean, I've gone off on one, so, and Hannah's like looking at me like, come on, this is SEO. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Jam your height. You're not even allowed to like social media. <laughs> Not really, not You really. should be SEO through I and know. Through. Okay, last point then on why help why domain authority is helpful. So going back to how trustworthy a site is and how yeah. domain authority can also look at how well established it is. Um, so that if you're perhaps doing your own link audit, maybe you've got lots of links and some of them you think may, might be toxic and you've pulled off a list from a programme like Ahrefs or I think Mars and you've got, say, zero domain authority for a lot of them, chances are those ones you could probably try and disavow if if you, if you, if you believe in disavowing. Um, but if you think... It's always good to be on the safe side. Yeah, yeah. Usually you can tell if they've got the same sort of anchor text in them. You say you're on lots <laughs> of different WordPress sites and they've all got the same introduction from a random blog that you did three years ago. Mm. And then they've got something about, I don't know, say you do bathrooms like I do, and then you, you've got something about KFC in the next article. Realistically, not yeah. highly relevant. And just well, just because I thought of something, Mars did a really good Whiteboard Friday on link auditing and whether you should dis- disavow links. And basically, you should look at trends. Yeah. So obviously, that's what Google looks at. So if you've got one bad link or one bit of bad content that's thin, then in the grand scheme of things, is it going to affect you? Cool. Maybe not. Maybe do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. if you've got loads of bad links, loads, and it's the same when you do a link audit. So there's lots of different ways that you can deem whether a link is bad. So obviously, must have their own spam score. Is it too heavily anchor text? Is it relevant? It's yeah. all trends. So you've got to look at no follow and follow. Yeah, follows them as well. well yeah. Who links them? Uh, Majestic's also a really really good tool for doing link audits. You're all about the tools, aren't you? I'm about the tools. <laughs> Okay, so just quickly, in the article by Search Engine Roundtable, there was a reference to Neil Patel, who um, is a big figure in this. Yes, he is. Very influential. There we go. He says the main authority is more important than page rank, which is an old Google metric. Yeah, because he said because we can't update page rank and we need to measure our web pages using a metric that does update. So... Obviously, the main authority does update, it go up or down. Google have actually been trying to get away from PageRank for a long time, and it said it will never update it again in Google Webmaster Tools, which gives you an idea of how long ago that was. Now, Google Search Console. I was going to say, if you lost the plot, <laughs> it's not called Google Webmaster Tools anymore. You're normally well, no. on it. Wow. I was going, I was worried we for a moment. I was like, Hannah, do you, are you okay? Do you need another coffee? <laughs> Probably yes, um, but, but basically, so Neil Patel is a fan and he's saying it's, it is good. So that's, okay. that's rounds off the helpful nicely. Going on to hurtful, as a big Moz fan, 
I'm not going to genuinely believe that you find a lot of, of domain authority stuff hurtful. But as we have considered this together. And you have to you have to look at both sides of things, haven't you? Yeah. Um, there's not like a one answer, one size fits all, no, is there? and you are very open-minded. Very open-minded. <laughs> Too so, open-minded, some people would say. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> the first point of why it's hurtful is with your domain authority, if you've got a low one, it's not always obvious why it's good or bad. Yep. And same if you've got a high one. And there's also the accurate side of things. So, yeah, that's why it could be hurtful. And I mean, I can't believe that Hannah's making me say hurtful stuff about Mars. Because, <laughs> yeah. But is there anything else to add on to that point? Um, no, not really. I mean, it, it, a lot of the reason that it, you can't really tell why it's good or bad is, is similar because we, we don't make the tool. We don't know exactly what goes into it, what goes into the mixture. Yeah. Um, you don't know how they're sort of... What algorithms and exactly. bits and bobs that they're looking at. Much like Google. And in fact, Google doesn't actually use domain authority at all. So doesn't take everything that Google cares about into account, which is another reason it could potentially be seen as hurtful. And I would just like to point out here that Moz have introduced like a new domain authority 2.0. Ooh. I'm always confused why things are like 2.0 or 3.0. version. Oh, every day is a school day. <laughs> And I hope I'm not the only one who didn't know that. I'm sure you're not. But yeah, so as of March 5th, they updated their domain authority. Sarah has kindly played me the video. It's quite short and we definitely recommend having a listen. And Brittany Muller from Mars has... We love, we love a bit of Brittany Muller. <laughs> we love you, Brittany. Has said that in a nutshell, it will better mimic how Google rates domains. So in their words... They've got their advanced machine learning model incorporates a number of new factors into its algorithm to gauge the strength of the site better than ever before. So it's basically improving how they rank it, basically. Yeah, which will make your domain authority go up or down, I guess. So yeah. Interesting to see what changes. Exactly. So we'll put a link there because Brittany's described it much better than us. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that. On to the next hurtful point. Mm. <laughs> that is me and I was drinking some water. Sorry. Stay hydrated, kids. <laughs> focusing on your domain authority could actually be hurtful in a way that it could take away focus from other important work. Yeah. So obviously, link and link building is always going to be a bit of a bread and butter of SEA, but it's not the be end and end all. Did I get that saying right? Be, be all and end all. Thank you. <laughs> I've got so many sayings in my head and I never say them right. I have to see inside your head one day. Uh, well, you're not the only one who said that, surprisingly. <laughs> With SEO, those are the things that you've got to look at, quality of the content, but the technical aspects. So from a technical point of view, can Google access On that index? point, I need to tell you something. The you look very UK excited. Site, yeah, the gov.uk site. So my husband... Still strange saying that. It's still weird hearing that. I know. I've got a husband. I know. Anyway, that, that wasn't the point. Thanks. Thirty-thirty <laughs> next week. Ah. I'm just jealous. <laughs> no one's whipped me up yet. <laughs> Kirst is listening. Yeah, Kirst does want to marry you. Anyway, we've totally digressed. <laughs> but the point was, he found out that the um, the gov.uk site is basically disallowed the whole site. So <laughs> it's all in robots. Really? Yeah. I'm so, gonna have to check this yeah, out. Yeah, no, you post it on LinkedIn. But it's just it's just okay. forward staff forward slash. So they've blocked the whole site. Right. This is interesting, though, because why do their pages still come up then? I don't know. Maybe this is something to look into because whenever... So definitely like with business side of things or, for example, I was doing research on making tax digital and their pages still come up. So maybe they've, what's they've, the magic? maybe they've migrated and they've just not taken it off the new site. 
I don't know. I've not looked into it. Maybe we do have a look wow. into that. Yeah, yeah, I maybe know. we should. Anyway, sorry. Uh, but yeah, so, no, that's problem. very important. But yeah, so basically, it takes away the focus of the things. So what was I saying? So content. Could have blocked um, your whole site. You could have blocked your whole site. So from a technical side of yeah. things, user experience, speed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. Who was I? There's lots of websites that have a very low page speed or website speed and if you think more and more people are ditching laptops and well no not ditching but more and more people yeah. are using mobile to do more of their searches yeah that's what i should say oh millie's chirping millie definitely uses mobile oh, yes what do you what do you think mill she's uh piping in okay um and yeah it's kind of going off from that point it's very easy to get hung up on domain authority and if from a client point of view, if, if you work in an agency and your client says, okay, well, you've done all this amazing work for us, but why has our domain authority not gone up? It can actually be quite hurtful from that point of view because they sort of not got as much value for the work that you have been doing. Yes, exactly. And it's a bit like clients can get hung up on lots of things. It's not just domain authority as well. Another good one is why am I not page one? <laughs> well, yes. And it's that's a good one to do. Back. So we've kind of gone, we've, we've said how domain authority is very helpful and how it could potentially be hurtful. Yes. What did people in the poll think a week later? Oh, so this is interesting. So the results, should we do a little drum roll? I mean, Millie didn't drum roll. She's just looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> so 38.27% said it was helpful. Yeah. 23.46% said it was hurtful. Yeah. 38.27% said it depends. Great. So, so sitting on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> so the same amount of people said it depends and it's helpful. <laughs> And Les said it was hurtful. That's really not surprising, I don't think, because in yeah. SEO, there's hardly any certainties. No, and there's no there's no one right answer, is there? No. And it's a little bit like English literature. So with maths and science, there's always going to be one right answer. But with English... Yeah, lots of different lots interpretations. Lots of different interpretations. So. And in talking of different interpretations, yes. the best thing to do is to not just rely on one tool and one metric. So there are yes. other different um, tools that will measure similar metrics and tell you how well or how badly your website's doing. One of those is Ahrefs. Mm -hmm. So they have their own rank system. And different to Moz, where one is bad and 100 is good, the lower your score on Ahrefs, the better, because basically it's telling you how good the website is. So number one is the best website in the world. And if you're 3,112, 876, and your competitor has got a higher score than that, then you're doing better than they are. Okay. Um, Bright Edge has also got its own data cube score, which looks at your search volume times your click-through rate which is a really useful one, just to get a basic overview. And I believe SEMrush have got a SEMrush rank, which is based on the highest organic visibility compared to your competitors. Okay. Yeah, definitely use different tools, different metrics, and get like a more of a holistic view, I would say. Before we go on to the fun bit of our podcast, if anyone knows of any other sort of metrics to use or tools or whatever let us know get in touch with us on twitter s-e-o-s-a-s and give us a message and uh, let's have a discussion yeah definitely well being as i've planned this one i'm going to quiz you so bit of a fluffy one i would like you to give me five metrics that count for domain authority in general five metrics that count domain authority yeah okay so is that sort of and i don't mean sorry i'm not being as clear as i could have been i don't mean domain authority in terms of the measurement from Moz, I mean your actual domain authority. So what makes you have a good domain? Right. So it could I'm be anything um, as broad as social mentions. Okay. And I need to give you five. Yeah. Okay. How old 
how yeah. old the site is or how old the domain is. The amount of, well, the amount of domains that are linking. Yeah. And how high, um, how many links are follow and no follow. Number of pages, would that affect? I don't know. The reason why I'm thinking maybe not is because just because you've got loads of pages doesn't mean they're good or you're going to rank well. Okay, well, we'll go over that. Okay, okay, we'll go. How many have I got? Three. Have I not said more than three? Well, you said websites that link to you, but then you went on about like no follow, follow, which is all the same thing. Why can't I think of any more? I know, it literally put you on the spot. What else would affect your domain authority? Ah, I've, I've really, I've really gone blank. Can you give me a clue? <laughs> no, hang on. Well, there's loads of stuff that would affect your domain. Well, social listens, you just said. <laughs> Am I allowed to have that one? Yeah, why not? Oh, um, citations. So like on Yale and high domain. So links. That is links, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The quality of your content. Yeah. Would that affect... Because if you've got good quality content, wouldn't that affect your domain authority? Yeah, yeah. So they're all, it's all quite fluffy. So that's one, two, three. Yeah, we'll go with five. What? I have got five. Yeah. Okay. So um, a couple of other ones that I'd got down were websites that you link to. Oh, yes. And how long until your domain name expires. So if, for example, you've only got, you've got a new website, new to the, web, new to the world of the web, the World Wide Web. The big World Wide Web. The Web World. Oh, God. Millie's this drinking is the sound of Millie water. <laughs> um, don't worry, Mills. I don't need that for the podcast. You, you crack on. Yeah. So if if you've got the choice of buying a domain name for a year, or for three years, or five years, always go for a longer one. Yeah. Because if it just looks like you've only bought the year one, it can, can look like you're not around for long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not planning on being around. Why should you even have any authority? Other bits then would speed affect your domain authority. Yeah. It's basically like ranking factors. So And HTTPS. If you're not HTTPS, then you're yeah. not trusted. So that would also, wouldn't you? So number of pages. I've done loads of research on this, personally. So, And I've, t- I've personally found that if a site has more pages, it does tend to rank better. Obviously, they do have to be good quality pages. Yeah, so it's not just because they've got loads yeah. of pages, it's good quality. But then that makes sense because you've got more pages, then you're more likely to be answering more, more questions. More yeah. questions and but they do have value. to be unique. They need to be, if they're not unique, they need to be canonicalised. There's so much that can go into that. So it's not a straightforward answer, but it is a good answer, which leads on to quality of content. Um, you also said sites linking to you and the domain age, speed, and HTTPS. Just because you've got a new website, that might effect because yeah because like I said having an older one you've already got a bit of authority you've got a bit of authority but it doesn't mean that just because you've got a new website you're not going to rank yeah do you know what I mean yeah yeah and and I think that's the point across the board so if you've got low domain authority doesn't mean that you're not going to rank just because you've got a new website doesn't mean that you're going to rank yeah do you know what I mean so put your efforts with SEO just put your efforts into creating good quality content that yeah. answers people's problems that people want to link to and make a good web uh, user experience so when you're putting together your website make sure it's fast make sure it's easy for people to get so to navigate yeah, yeah so whenever you do an seo because also there was an interesting article that if you if a website too much optimises for SEO, then will it go against you sort of thing? Oh God, that's a whole new podcast. That is a whole new podcast. So yeah, so with anything, it's just focus on the right things. Focus on 
being the best goddamn website that you can be. Yeah, and do take domain authority into account, but don't get hung up on it. It yeah. will only be updated perhaps once or twice a month. Exactly, exactly, and it's just a good indication. I think that brings us to the end. We'd just like to do some shout-outs, really. We've got some good sort of interaction on Yeah, and so we really appreciate your feedback. And we do appreciate the feedback. So, for example, number one fan, SEO Elixir. I hope I've said the name right. Hannah's nodding. So that's good old Nirvana. Very cool name there. But yeah, you're, you're, he's always sort of retweeting our stuff, getting us involved in things. Um, so yeah, I just want to say a bit, a bit of a shout out to him. And also Ross from Went to Market because he said some nice stuff about us as well. So yeah, just a shout out. We're giving you some love back. So uh, yeah, <laughs> so nice. if you want to talk to us, find us, I think I've said it earlier on this podcast, but just in case, Twitter, SEO underscore SES. We're also both on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. not Hannah Wellings anymore. No, it's Hannah, Hannah Bryce. Bryce. Yeah, I've updated it there, <laughs> one of the few places. And obviously myself, Sarah McDowell. And I'm personally on Twitter as well, Sarah McDuck. See, I can never get married because I never want to change that. Well, you can just keep that the same and just, yeah. I don't have to change my name. Or get cursed at your name. Yes. Or what we could do the uh, cool thing of blending. Oh, that's a really you know, good idea. Blend, well, but what would that make? McChatters. Yeah. Let's go with that. Anyway, see you later, folks. <laughs> <laughs>